0: We continue today learning Tanya, Paid Zion, In Shara Yichud Vemunah. Today we will finally explain the meaning of the higher union and God willing tomorrow we will learn about the lower union. But before we do that, just recapping one Nekudah, that when we declare twice a day Hashem Echad, we are not emphasizing the truth that God is one and not two. Of course that's true. But the emphasis of Hashem Mechat is that there is taken nothing other than God, Ain Oid. There isn't God and the world, it is only God. And what does that mean? How can that be? It certainly doesn't feel that way. So the al established the concept of continuous creation, the concept of Ashgaha Pratis. The fact that Hashem uses two powers together that create the power of expression, the power of chesed, the divine power of hiding, which is also known as the, as the power of Gavurah, and they work together and they produce the world as we perceive it. In other words, a world that we are able to perceive ourselves as being independent from God. But that's really a matter of perception. Because there is the divine perception. In Hashem's perception, the world is completely part of Him. Completely nullified in Him. Etc. etc. As we have been explaining. And the Altarebbe began chapter 7 by asking, Why did God create the world in a way where He uses His power of hiding? Why did God create the world in a way that we are able to perceive ourselves as we do? As being existence as being a yesh that we are able to perceive a reality in which there is god and a world and al-tareb explained oh that's because since the tenth of god's fetus is the sfida of malchus is the attribute of kingship and the definition the very definition of being a king being a sovereign is that you have others upon whom you are a king and the others have to be really others you can't be a king over your children there has to be others, there has to be, has to be a, a part of creation, which this part, which is us, we perceive ourselves to be independent of God. So that's the reason for creation. So now says the Alter Eben, as we mentioned in the sixth chapter, that the Mida of Chesed and the Mida of Gevura, they completely unite one with the other. Because they are both part of godliness. That's not only true by Chesed and gevura. That's also true when it comes to the Mida of Malchus. That Malchus is part of godliness. Oy bazoy, now we understand these two ways of perceiving reality. And let's get a little bit mystical over here. The name Yudkei Vavkei is speaking about the perception of godliness that transcends the Mida of Malchus. And the godly name of Adnai, of Aleph, Dalet, Nunyud, Adnus, God's lordship, that is the name of the Mida of Gevura. Now, very interestingly, and this is something that those who use, who, who use a sphardic when they daven, will notice that there are times that when Hashem's name is spelled out, well, sometimes you have Hashem's name spelled out, Aleph, Dalet, Nunyud. Other times you have the tetragrammaton spelled out, a Yud and a K, and above, and a K. And then there are times that these two names merge together. But you know how they are merged together? By you writing down first the letter of Yud Kei ke. So you write a Yud. Then goes the letter Aleph. That's the first letter of the name Adnai. Then you go back to the letter hey. Then you go back to the letter Dalit. Then you go to the letter Vav. Then you go to the letter Nun. Then you go to the letter hey, and then Yud. That al Kabbalah means that the name of Adnai is being included in the name of Havaya. Now, they ha- you can have the same merging of these two divine names spelled out, not beginning with the letter Yud. Not beginning with Yud Kei You can have the same beginning with the Shem Adnai. So you can have an Aleph and a Yud, and then a Dalad and a hey and a Nun and a Vav and a Yud and a Vav. And there's a huge difference between how you spell these two names together. When you begin writing this divine name with a Yud, this is what we will call that even though true, there is creation, but Hashem from His perspective still sees the world included in Himself. Thus, world is completely bottled to godliness. Thus, world is nothing more than an extension of godliness. The world has no self-identity at all. That is God's perspective. And that's the higher level of union. That's Yehuda Ilaa. That's the reality that we should focus on when we say the word echad. Echad means that we are able to lift ourselves up At least intellectually, God willing also experientially to experience God's perspective that there is nothing other than world. That time and space, all of which only begin from the lowest level of Malchus. Because it is only as we explained, when God wants to express his sovereignty, is there a need. For there to be something other than him. And otherness begins in time and in space. But above the midah of Malchus there is no time and there is no space. And even after creation from God's perspective it continues to be that way. Gavaldik. So that perspective is called Yehuda Eloah. And tomorrow God willing will explain the concept of Yehuda Tata'a.